Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Brand new week. And before you know it, it'll be over. That's how fast time goes by. Mm. Just like that. What kind of treasures will this week bring us, Oh, Pat? all kinds. All oh, kinds. Oh, boy. We're going to get into some of those treasures in just a minute because there's a lot of treasures to get into. Uh, the president spoke in Tulsa over the weekend. That went off. Uh, also, we've got updates for you on COVID-19. Where does that stand? And more racist racism than you could shake a racist stick at. Wait. Wait, what's the difference between just like a regular stick and a racist stick? Oh, well, the regular stick is white, of course. Um, plus, we have a brand new bingo square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a whole uh, new card, right? A whole new card, not mm-hmm. just one square. Uh, and this will be pinned to the top of at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yeah. Starting in the upper left-hand corner, good safety tip. <laughs> Number two, uh, AF. <laughs> All right. All guns lost in a tragic boating accident. Mm. Yeah, Happens so often. Yeah, it's, of course... It's a madhouse! Yep, it's a madhouse. A madhouse! That very sound doesn't count now because I'm just demonstrating here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffy complains about bicycles, or as he would say, bicycles. <laughs> Keith's baldness is mentioned. Virtually a free square. Uh, Jeffy, good luck, God bless. Also... Uh, free square whenever he's here. I bet he says that every time he's here. Hmm. Good luck, God bless. <laughs> uh, you look like an idiot, which sounds a little something. Oh, oh, Daniel. You look like an idiot. Yeah, like that. Nice. nice job, Daniel. Uh, we have to have a conversation. <laughs> that's right now. That's probably a free square as well. What I uh, what I was simply saying was is. It's a Barack Obama uh, audio clip from the past. I hope you have that. I'm sure you do. Okay. Why was well? Let me see properly here. Yeah. So I think I think I think this counts either as the audio playing or you doing it through the megaphone, right? Probably. Why was traffic problems email sent (laughs) from uh, Al Al Sharpton? Or we might play him saying it. Either way, yeah, we'll give you either either one on that. Um, also a pat poll, mm-hmm. scrumptiouscookie.com. Uh, why are they speaking, speaking gibberish? <laughs> then we got a uh, point of personal privilege. Uh, quick point of privilege. Yeah. Quick point um, of personal privilege. Yes. Mm-hmm. Point of personal privilege. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Please do not use gendered language to, <laughs> to address everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, collectivization of manufacture. That's contained in Who, on, you know, in whose this conception, under what paradigm? Rant. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just you know. resisting. What am I resisting? I don't know. The collectivization of manufacture, manufacture, the institutionalization of the human <laughs> psyche. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I can tell you one thing. Yeah. This is a symbol of reversibility. They can never eradicate the gun from the earth. Okay. Mic drop. All right. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> to gotcha gulpa, Honduras. Yeah. Now, there was a movement on Twitter. It was too late, but there was a movement on Twitter this weekend by uh, some patheads that wanted to change that square to shut up, Fauci, Fauci, shut up. Oh, really? But uh, maybe we can do that one in the future. Yeah, um, Very can. popular Pat tune, by the way, this weekend <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so, Taguchi Galpa. I'm not sure how often we've we mentioned that. Yeah. Once, maybe? Maybe so, but uh, it stuck for just too muck and fudge. Uh, repeating apology ad. Keith Uh-oh. plays tambourine, which could happen at any time. Right. I could care less, <laughs> or I guess just are lamenting the fact that that doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, Keith laments the Falcons' Super Bowl loss. That's every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Turtles deserve to die. That's the song <laughs> about turtles being so stupid. Uh-huh. Symbolic taking uh, for the love of all that is good and holy. And... All up in here. If turtles weren't so stupid, they wouldn't put straws in their noses. Be this particular when I song. see a straw, I put it in my mouth. Straws don't belong there, but the turtles don't know why. So maybe they all deserve to die. <laughs> and that does not count. That is merely an illustration for you. So. Okay, so that's what it sounds like when uh, turtles deserve to die. Okay. Uh, so anyway. We had, we had quite a drive in this morning. Sure uh, did. There, it's, it's a thunderstorm like uh, to end all thunderstorms. Yes, yes. And, and I went <clears throat> Russian dash cam video this morning. And just turned my camera, my phone outward as I drove in. So I'm going to go through the video oh, look at later. That's really cool. And I, I there's going to be even cooler pictures than just that lightning shot there uh, that I captured. I hope. I mean, there was some seriously cloud to ground, straight down stuff right near the the roadway. Mm-hmm. It was so intense. Basically, what was happening in the sky overhead this morning on our drive in is 2020 in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. It was it was insane. So, yeah, it was an eventful yeah. drive-in today with the storm. At my house, it was actually raining sideways for a while. It was wow. really, I mean, it was, and really coming down. Wow. Fortunately, by the time I got out there, it was, it had lightened up a little bit, but that was, I was a little concerned there might be, you know, a tornado spinning out from this, well, but hopefully not. I mean, Friday night here in North Texas, Sunday morning here in North Texas, this morning here in North Texas, it has yeah. been stormtacular. Yeah, so, really has. Yeah. Uh, plus, we got some um, uh, tweets from over the weekend, kind of clear up and get us in the mood. Uh, Derek tweets, if if syrup and statues are the biggest problems we have, I declare the systemic racism issue officially over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not the truth. Yes. Yeah. If you're worried about a bottle of syrup. Uh-huh. Uh, then please, we've, uh, that's where we're at. Yeah. That's exactly where we're at. Unbelievable. Syrup. And, uh, the other thing was, um, uh, oh yeah. Statues. Right. Mm-hmm. God, I, just, I, was, I mean, they're pulling down George Washington. They're, they're pulling down, uh, uh abolitionists. Yeah. Ulysses S. Grant. Are you kidding me? Jeez. I mean, are, are you kidding? Grant, who was the general for the. <laughs> Union, mm-hmm. you might remember the Union fighting against the Confederacy. Yeah, to give you an idea of what you're dealing with, I, I tweeted out this weekend, you know, just just a screenshot of the Ulysses S. Grant Wikipedia page that, that just, if that's all you're going to learn about him, that just shows you he was in charge of the Union that defeated the Confederacy. Those were the guys that wanted slavery. Mm-hmm. And when he was president, he he protected blacks in the South he defeated the KKK while he was president. Um, he made black citizens. So I point this out, and then this one guy from Black Lives Matter, uh, he, he says, um, oh, so you're praising a Confederate soldier? Guess you weren't too good in English class. A Confederate so What? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what? I, I don't know which Did one. Did you just read which one do you... everything that was written? Yeah. 
or or maybe you take the English class angle instead of history. Well, it's I, I it's mean, madness. I <laughs> you, there's no way. I mean, that's why I, that's why I say the Black Lives Matter love and worship of that group yeah. is just so misplaced, misguided, and uh, ridiculous. Because first of all, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just pissed for the sake of being pissed. They don't even know what they're pissed about. Yeah. Well, except it's... that they were not Marxist yet. And that's really their goal is is not to end racism. It's to bring about Marxism. Please look into it. Please look yeah, into the, the group. Now, again, the sentiment or the principle, Black Lives Matter, of course, mm-hmm. that's true. And we all agree with that. I don't know anybody who says, no, Black Lives don't matter. I, I don't know. Uh-uh. No, anybody uh, who has some uh, any tint to their skin, uh, they know. I'm sorry. I don't know anybody like that. I've never heard them speak. Well, David Duke. Okay, we always come back to that. David Duke. <laughs> yeah, okay. Robert Byrd, mm-hmm. okay, in his early years. Yeah. Uh, but other than KKK members, and there's scant few of those, nobody disagrees with Black Lives Mattering. But the group... Mm-hmm. Just, um, it's... it's is Marxist. I think the BLM, yeah, that is just another wing of Antifa at this point. Yeah. So see, there's yes. there's the cause, yeah. Black Lives Matter, because they do. Right. And then there's the Black Lives Matter, and it's so brilliant how these leftist groups do this. Oh yeah. Oh, how they do this is just yeah, yeah. So anyhow, there you go. And then you know the Black Lives Matter. We've talked about what their own website says and what they want for our society. Many times. We see now articles being written about how they're so closely aligned um, with uh, Middle Eastern terrorist groups. I mean, it's 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 fascinating. And um, I, I want to say that it's it's something to be proud of as far as what they've been able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and on some level, mm-hmm. it is. But it's uh, it's really sad where we're at and. I, I, just, I mean, if you're if you're at the point where you are taking down statues of people that liberated a a, a race of people, you're, there's no mm-hmm. there's no there's no having a conversation, right? With 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 that kind of individual, they just want to destroy our society and take down every remnant. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Got this from a Boomer Sooner Birdman. Uh, when Jeffy was going through the infrastructure spending on Friday. I missed the spending for the road, the uh, roads and bridges from Keith's to Pat's house. Right. When are we going to get that in a bill? Did that go to the Tulsa port? <laughs> darn, darn, darn yeah. it. Yes, darn it. Uh, oh, shoot. Too bad. Opportunity lost. Right? Can I get a rider I mean, in out, the bill? Out of another trillion and a half, you'd think they could fix the road between our our homes, but no. Shoot. Nope. Not a penny for it. Dang darn uh, dang it. Dang it. Uh, hey, Monique of Battaglia, who sent us oh, oh the scrumptious cookies last week. She also sent us hand sanitizer that smells good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now she has sent us more stuff. Well, it was the uh, it was the the bras um, demands. Oh, she you, fulfilled our yeah, bras demands. It says uh, donation to the bras stash from uh, <laughs> Brooklyn Freedom Zone. More Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, well, that's not Sorry. just it. As in, and then all of these right here. I mean. Oh, wow. And that's not all, Pat. Did you also get Basic 4 I cereal? I sure did. You did. Look at this. Look at this. I mean, this is Christmas morning. Oh, right wow. Here. It's like this a case is, of Basic 4 cereal. It is. 
I can't wait to just devour this. So anyway, thank you, Monique. Are you so great? Literally, she I, must be independently wealthy because she's sending us <laughs> spend a lot so of stuff. so much money on food for us. Yeah, but uh, I, I think, I think you're right. I think she. Uh, I think she's wow. Trying, yeah, look at that. What? Are, how many are? How many boxes are in that? Six. So, wow. That is really cool. Thank, Thank you, you money. so much. Really nice. You, I mean, seriously, we don't have to come out of this cave for No, we're pretty well set here in Braz. Years. The Blaze Radio Autonomous Zone. <laughs> uh, we got this from uh, Just Too Muck and Futch. Psychic Nikki prediction. Mm. We, uh, we will hear multiple Pat screeches on Monday. <laughs> I think it's that's possible. a safe bet. It's possible. Yeah, very, very possible. You know how we, we <clears> look to see. It's a crazy see. world. I'll check this later, but you know how we look to see if uh, Psychic Nikki predicted... Uh, I mean, that should have been a softball for her. Oh, my gosh, the pandemic? the pandemic? Right, and there was no mention whatsoever. There will be a pandemic in 2020. I mean, you I'm, didn't see that coming? You're not a psychic. I'm sorry. Right. I'm going to comb through this and see if there's any talk about riots, too. Because if she missed out on that, too... Yeah, rioting, looting. Yeah. No, look pandemics. at Pandemics. A famous hockey player will be involved in a sex scandal. Stay tuned for that. How about uh, racism will be a big deal in 2020? <laughs> How about something like that? Seriously. I don't know. Something. She's got to retire after this yeah. year. <laughs> Any psychic who didn't see the pandemic or the racist nonsense uh, happen, then you're not a psychic. You need to retire. Good night. Uh, over the weekend, President Trump held the rally in Tulsa. It did come off. Uh, he was in a 19,000-person arena. 19,000 was the capacity. I, he didn't get anywhere near it. I don't know. The upper bowl was completely empty almost. Almost completely empty. But still, he he filled the lower bowl. And I think in this time of pandemic and the threats of the protesters being violent, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good turnout. He's being beaten to a pulp, of course, because, well, for one thing, his bravado and, and exaggeration uh, and his hyperbole. Frankly, sometimes, you know, he was talking about a million people responded to it. So they were going to have this overflow event before the main event inside. But there was almost nobody there. So they said, okay, why don't you guys go inside and we'll cancel the uh, overflow event. Man. Yeah. But, I mean, it was... It was still. A, it was a pretty well attended event. Yeah, but it was still. The, it was not only the pandemic. It was the. Uh, in fact, you had a, a someone that listens to the show was trying to get in, and I guess the temperature takers went home early, and so it was harder what? to get in. Yeah, really. And some people went home frustrated because the entrances Shoot. were all messed up or something. I, I don't know. Mm. But um, you know, while people were camped out outside, you know, some of these protesters that, that were part of the fear. Yeah. Um, they decided to circle around and kind of intimidate with their four wheelers. I don't know. We have the video of what happened there because that was uh, that was exciting with the uh, BLM protesters driving around the Tulsa arena. They can't stall anymore. Popping wheelies. Yeah. And uh, so that the went well. I take it. No, not that. Kill it. That's should not it. never. That's not it. That sounded like uh, Joe Biden. No, it's the one that I had. Was you, Joe Biden uh, on a four wheeler? No, now that I want to see. That would have been cool. That, that would have been cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't. No, it's the epic, uh, epic wheelie fail. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You guys don't have that. Yeah, that was the one where you uh, cropped out the stuff there, pre. Okay, <clears throat> <laughs> we've. Sniffed. It's number one. Clip number we've one. Stalled. I see it now. <laughs> I see it. It's, it's the, on the first <laughs> clip. Cut one. Go. Go, Mr. Like, producer. <laughs> 
uh, okay. Well, I guess, anyway, so I guess he can't make we'll, it we'll get to that. It'll be funny when you see it. Yeah, and uh, it will be worth the, the stalling. So worth if it. If you ever get to see it, One it'll day. be worth it. Yeah, we got two hours. We'll get it to you. Yeah, what the heck. <laughs> so anyway, the, a lot of the people that asked for tickets uh, in, leading up to the event yeah. may have been trolling the president. Uh, they, apparently, it was some kind of stunt organized through social media platform TikTok. Last week, the president tweeted that almost one million people requested tickets for Saturday night's rally in Oklahoma. Boy, that set expectations high. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And I mean, Tulsa, how many people are even in the town? Uh, in the greater M- Tulsa metro area. Uh, oh. It can't be much more Let than one and a half million. 1.5, I would guess. 1.6. Yeah. Tulsa metro. Less than one. Less than a million? Metro is 991561. Okay, so so you'd have virtually every single living person in Tulsa plus a bunch of people from their surrounding areas. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody in Oklahoma came to that rally. But, see, that didn't materialize. And so the press was very, very excited about that. And uh, they loved the fact that he planned for an event outside and inside and had to cancel one of them. Yeah, so... Somebody made a good point on Twitter. It's like the press doesn't, they, they said they don't want people showing up to the Trump rally and being so close to each other in this era of COVID-19. But yet when people don't show up, they they, they use it as an opportunity to mock the president. Yes, there, it's a no-win situation. It's absolutely a no-win situation. I just, I can't stand the media. I just, I can't stand them. Oh, gosh. Them. Yeah, there's, we can't wait. Uh, we got some good examples later. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, the Tulsa crowd went wild as President Trump successfully drank a glass of water. Is that right? Yeah. So then my wife said, <laughs> well, it wasn't only the ramp. Did you have Pause water? it for a second. So just in case you're, you're unaware of the ramp thing, he, was, he walked down a ramp and it, he walked down it pretty carefully because he said it was slippery and it was uh, at a steep slope. And the guy next to him had no problem navigating the ramp, but he was being really careful. And so they made a huge deal out of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, something's wrong with him. He's, uh, he just can't walk. Oh, look at that. There it is. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Look at, okay, so he's being very careful. And the other guy's being somewhat careful. But look at that. He's, something's wrong. Just, look at him taking, he's only stepping forward with his left leg. Oh, okay, shut up. Shut up. And then he kind of <clears throat> saunters down. He, he's fine. And then they were talking about him trying to drink a glass of water and his hand was shaking. So they're making all this fuss over it. And so he's responding to all that. I said, yeah. <laughs> I was speaking for a long time. I didn't oh, want to no. drink it, but I wanted <laughs> to wet my lips a little bit. You know, you're drinking for you're working hard up there with the sun pouring down on you. <laughs> I love this location. The sun's like this. This way they save on lighting, right? That's why they did it, probably. So what happens is I said, what does it have to do with water? They said, you couldn't lift your hand up to your mouth with water. I said, I just saluted 600 times like this. And this was before I saluted. Yeah. So what's the problem? What's the problem? What's the problem? She said, well, I know what you did. You, you had do? on a very good red tie that's mm-hmm. a sort of expensive. 
It's silk because they, they look better. They have a better sheen to them. And I don't want to get water on the tie. And I don't want to drink much. So I lifted up the water. I see we have a little glass of water. Where the hell did this water come from? Where did it come from? And I look down on my tie because I've done it. I've taken water and it spills down under your tie. It doesn't look good for a long time. Yeah. And frankly, the tie is never the same. So that is true. So I put it's it right up to my lip, part. and then I say, mm-hmm. because I don't want it, to, just in case. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they gave me another disease. <laughs> they gave me another disease. <laughs> so he takes oh, a drink of water. Oh, yeah. And the Woo! crowd is. Yeah, water. Super appreciative. Look, and he can drink water. We From told you. Glass. And then he threw it. Whoa. And then he threw the water. Hmm. Yeah. Take that, Jim Acosta. Put that in your pipe. Huh. He can drink water. <laughs> Don't you say our president can't drink water, because he can. <laughs> Four more years of drinking water. <laughs> Anyway, that's a long story, but yeah. here's the story. But, okay, here's I have story. lived with more the ramp than the water, but I've lived with uh-huh. the ramp and the water the since I left West Point. Okay. Not one media group said I made a good speech or I made a great speech. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not one media group. Not one media Not group. Not one media group. I, I heard... You know, conservative commentators talk about what a good speech it was. Um, but I guess not a group. Like a group had to make the de- declaration. I don't know. Interesting speech anyway. Interesting event. It was like uh, a fun time Tulsa there. over the weekend. Was, yeah. Those are always fun, right? Yeah. I'd love to attend one. They're, they're just, they're fun. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And I'll tell you this. Hmm. I've never seen a politician draw as long as he has, as much as he has. Hmm. Because from 2015, when he made the announcement, he's packed, he's he's packed in crowds wherever he's gone, and it's 2020 now. He's been president for going on four years, uh, and he's still pulling in huge crowds. Yeah, and you know, part of the thing that TikTok group or whatever yep. taking claim or claiming that they affected it because they RSVP'd or whatever, and um, uh, I, I so so it took after five years of selling out arenas. And, uh, you know, having these uh, wall-to-wall crowds, mm-hmm. it took a TikTok app, apparently, to derail that uh, streak. Yeah. But, uh, anyhow, well, amazing. if you believe that that's who affected it, because they RSVP'd and all that Yeah, they stuff. may have. I mean, mm-hmm. they might have created the over-expectation of right. what the crowd size was going to be. But I, I think a lot of people just stayed away because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and because of the protest threat. And he still filled the lower bowl again. Yeah. That, that was thousands of people. I bet. I mean, the place holds 19,000. He must have had eight or 9,000 yeah. there. We do have the fun protesters circling the Tulsa uh, arena there if All you right. want to see the yeah, ATV. Here they come. Oh, look at the loud engines. We're tough. Watch this. Watch this. Whoop. Oh, oh boy. Good night. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
So they go to pop a wheelie, and the two guys fall off the back uh, of their ATV. Now, that could have been really bad for them. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't, but, but that uh, was... Yeah, it was just embarrassing. That was perfect. Least. Yeah. Trying to show off, trying to be tough, and then they... They fall backwards. <laughs> so funny. That's I great. love it. <laughs> All right, 888-900-3393. Also, the author of uh, White Fragility... Dr. Robin D'Angelo was once told that if white people could accept feedback on their often unaware racist assumptions and behaviors, <laughs> it would be revolutionary. Uh, this is from um, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Do we There's have that a question one? I often ask when I'm in front of a mixed race group. Uh, and I ask the black people in the room a kind of rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. How often have you attempted to give a white person feedback on their inevitable and often unaware racist assumptions wow. or behaviors and have that go well for you. What a blanket statement. Never. Screw you. Number two, never. Uh, response, rarely. <laughs> and I'll never forget asking a group, okay, so what if you could just give us feedback on our inevitable and often unaware racist <laughs> assumptions and behaviors? And I'll never forget this black man raising his hand okay. and saying it would be revolutionary wow that's powerful and, and, and you know just, wow, take, just take pudding. that in i just want all the white that's people incredible. to just take that in just take revolutionary, it in take it in revolutionary that we would receive the feedback with grace uh-huh. reflect and seek to change our behavior that's how difficult we are that's uh-huh. bullcrap. that's how big a uh-huh. a-holes we are <laughs> oh you know? we're white but people on the other a-holes. hand you know that's not a very tall order <laughs> really uh-huh. that that's a revolution But we can't get there from the current paradigm that says only mean people who want to hurt others based on race ever could do so. Uh So we just have to change what we understand it means to perpetrate racism. You just have to understand that everything is racist. You just have to understand that no matter who you are, what you do, or how you act, or whether or not you're really racist, you're just racist. That's all you have to understand is that you're racist and bad no matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you're interacting with a black person, you're being a racist. Wait, so what if I... And if you're not interacting with a, with a black person, you're really being racist then. So, so. what if I see an elderly black woman mm-hmm. walking to her car, say, from the grocery store, carrying bags of groceries, and I offer to help her? Um, is that... That's racism. Why, yeah. why is that racism? Well, you're assuming she can't do it on her own? Okay, what I'm kind just... of white pig are you? No, it's because she's elderly. Kind of, it's not, it has what kind to do with... bastard are you? Oh, it's... Wow, what, what, what kind of racy racism is that? No, I mean, I, that's I just, a racist, most racist of all racism, right there. I was only going to help her because she's old; <laughs> has nothing to do with her color. You assume because she was black, she couldn't that's get to the car all. herself. I only threw that in there just to make wow, sure. That's really. I was just pathetic, making Keith. sure that wasn't racist, but apparently it is. Yeah, You're right. Is. Everything's racist. Everything's racist. And congratulations to the Tonight Show franchise for becoming the home for psycho babble now. Yes. I mean, and, and Fallon acts like he's really interested yes. oh hmm. wow oh yeah oh that's really fascinating right, that's i'm a racist deep. pig you're right right well i did do that skit 20 years ago <laughs> and i can't apologize for it enough now jimmy kimmel doesn't have to apologize for his <laughs> at all no. and his were really nasty yeah as a matter of fact yeah. uh whereas mine was kind of funny his yeah. were just mean and uh, really racist yeah actually and, and the reason kimmel doesn't have to address it is because he has gone uh, into hiding. I mean, on hiatus uh, for right. the summer. Oh, it's just spend more time with his family. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spend more time with his family. Look at that. And then he he did the whole 
he he did the whole accent thing and yep. made him sound like a buffoon. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's not a problem. Though. So yeah. So Jimmy Don't Kimmel taking that. the summer off uh, so that he doesn't have to have interviews like Jimmy Fallon is doing. He sees the he sees the temperature of the room for the rest mm. of the summer, and he's like, Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna go fishing. <laughs> Jeez, what a world! Mm-hmm. Here's a little good news though. Before the break, um, Harvard University professor Roland Fryer argued this week that defunding the police could cost thousands of black lives. Mm. Leftist activists around the nation have been calling on local governments to divert funding away from police. But according to this professor, who is himself black, he recently published research that suggests defunding America's police forces could cost thousands of black lives. He said uh, the calls to defund them would be disastrous. Defunding the police is not a solution and could cost thousands of black lives. Uh, The policing the police, the impact of pattern or practice of investigations on crime is uh, where where he published this. It revealed that homicides skyrocket in the aftermath of viral police incidents. In other words, police are less likely to be an active presence in certain neighborhoods during periods where they're facing scrutiny, which makes complete sense. They don't want to be charged with something else. They don't want to get fired. They don't want to get killed. So then they back off of those neighborhoods, and and what happens? The criminals... Take advantage of it. Fill the void. Which is exactly what's happening right now all over the country. Crime is skyrocketing. Especially in Chaz, where they don't want the police. Oh, we got video from there. (laughs) Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. 888-900-3393. Also at... Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where Rodney in Virginia tweets, not only is Keith being a racist, oh, come on. but he is also being an ageist by thinking the little old black lady needs help. You're right. Come on. Let's just leave everyone Keith. to their own devices. Thank you. Okay. Just wow. leave everyone alone. Not assume everybody's helpless. Okay. Uh, let's see. From Fauci, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Fauci. Fauci, shut up. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is just too overexcited with that guest of his. I wish he could contain it better. Tell me more about mm. how much I suck. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fascinating. Again, it's the self-loathing white people mm-hmm. that are guiding this and directing this yeah. and taking us down this path. Ugh, agonizing. Preston Unmasked tweets. I can't explain why the upper bowl was empty, but I'm guessing it had to do with the security. Seating is first come, first serve at Trump rallies, and you could visually see a lot more people outside. The TikTok crowd had nothing to do with it. Yeah, like like the listener said, um, you know, they, the temperature checkers mm-hmm. left early, apparently, and that really screwed everything up, and the entrances were messed up. Yeah, it was not handled so well up there. Also from Barry Jackson, is not a raised fist in the air racist? Hmm. If the OK sign is cancel culture, what is a fist? The black power supremacy sign. Yeah, you know, uh, Terry Crews, uh, who is a, a black man, has a warning for America. This is, you know, this is the kind of stuff we need to be listening to. Check this out. My thing is, in the black race, in black America, we have gatekeepers. We have people who have decided 
that who is going to be black and who's not. And I, simply because I have a mixed race wife, have been discounted from the conversation a lot of times by very, very militant uh, uh, movements, black power movement. I've been called all kinds of things like an Uncle Tom, simply because I'm successful, simply because I work my way out of Flint, Michigan. And the mm. problem is, and this is the thing, the problem with that is, is that black people have different views. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because when you're white, you can be Republican, right. Libertarian, yeah. Democrat. You can be anything, but if you're black, sort you of. have to be one thing. Even Joe Biden said, mm -hmm. hey, man, you don't vote for me. You ain't even black. Right. And so this blackness is mm -hmm. always judged. It's always put up against this this thing. And I'm going, wait a minute, that right there is it's a supremacist move. You have Thank now you. Thank you. put yourself above other black people. And I'm trying to tell you, and then I got told it couldn't exist. And this is the deal. In 1994 in Rwanda, there was a genocide and it was all black people. And there was one sector that viewed themselves as over the, the other. The a million people died. Yes. And I'm and you know, I'm told I was told it can't happen in America. And I'm here to tell you that's the first mistake. Anytime anybody mm. says, Oh, that could never happen here, that's exactly when it starts to happen. <laughs> yeah, when you let your guard down. Uh it's the same way with the Constitution, thinking, ah, nothing could ever happen to the Constitution. Well, of course. Of course, something can happen to it if we all ignore it, and that's what we're doing. Uh, he had more to, to say about uh, black supremacy. You regret using the term black supremacy. You know, I actually, I, I can't really regret it because I, I really want the dialogue to come out. Maybe there's another term that might be better where it's separatist or elitist or something like that, but the thing is, Mm -hmm. is that I've experienced supremacy even growing up. I've had black people tell me that the white man is the devil. I've experienced whole organizations that have viewed themselves because of the suffering of black people. They have decided that now we are not equal, we're better. And I think that's a mistake. I'm trying mm -hmm. to tell you, I, just the mm -hmm. mentality, what we're trying to do I think a lot of times with the social and economic and political issues we have right now, we're, we're, we're providing those kind of answers. But this is a spiritual problem. Supremacy can't really happen, but spiritually it can. In your head, you can look at yourself and you can develop a dangerous self-righteousness that could really, it could really hurt what we're trying to do right now. We have to include this white voice, this is this Hispanic voice, this Asian voice. We have to include it right now because if we don't, it's going to slip into something we are we are really not prepared for. That was really powerfully good stuff. He's great. So good. And so important that it's coming from a black man. So important. That'd be racist from any white person on, on the planet. Yeah, and the tweet that got him in trouble where he referenced black supremacy was something along the lines of any solution that doesn't include white people is black supremacy. Mm. Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, look, we have to come together. I mean, can we not agree on certain things? And he's right. He's got good warnings, too. Yeah, makes total sense. Mm -hmm. From Anthony, we get this. Uh, DACA kids don't have to pay for the sins of their ancestors, but white people do have to? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which is fascinating, and it reminds me of the call from uh, Robert Johnson from, from BET. 
You remember what he had to say ab- about now is uh, the time reparations? To go big. Short answers to long, horrific questions about the stain of slavery mm-hmm. are not going to solve the inequality problem. What will? We need to focus on wealth creation, wealth creation. and wealth generation. generation. And to do that, we must bring the descendants of slaves right. into equality with this nation. Ah. And that's what I proposed in this $14 trillion uh, proposal. <laughs> Get out of my face. $14 trillion. Provide reparations, uh-huh. yeah. not only for the sin or the atonement of the sin of slavery and Jim Crowism and, right. and desegregation, both sure. de facto and de jure, yeah, yeah. but, but to also- cause America mm-hmm. to live up to the concept and the notion that this nation was born on the idea of American exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. And if we take that big leap, I am convinced that, that the problems that we confront today uh-huh. can be solved. All right. But Just, it so that's all it takes. Big- <laughs> $14 trillion. That's all it takes. <laughs> what? What? I, all I'm asking for is $14 trillion. Trillion dollars, a fourteen trillion dollar solution in, in wealth redistribution from whites <laughs> to blacks. That's all I'm asking. That's only three hundred some thousand dollars, three hundred thousand plus to every black person in America, <clears throat> which is not bad because some of those are going to be in the same family. You could have, you know, uh-huh. family of three is getting almost a million dollars. Wow. Which is not bad. Right? Family of 5 get 1.5 million. I'm I'm not opposed to that as a black person. But let's be clear. This is just this is just a start. Okay? This is just seed money at this point, okay? Because this is going to help us down the pathway of healing. It's an investment, if you it's will. It's an investment in healing. 14.7 trillion dollars an investment in healing. <laughs> Now, is that going to solve every problem? No. We'll have to come back to you sure. for more than that All right. a year or two down the line. How long would it take, honestly, if you started today just printing $14 trillion? Jeez. How long I, would it take? Well, it depends. If you had a $14 trillion bill, it wouldn't take very long at all. Well, or maybe how about a $300,000 <laughs> bill? Or Since that. everybody's going to get right. one of those. right. I've got this really cool. We were going through my safe for some for uh, something the other day, looking for some stuff, and found this uh, ammunition. This no, well, no, that's remember. (laughs) Down at the protests aren't coming anymore. Those are down at the bottom of that uh, gun lake. That's right. You had that. that, uh, Yeah, very very deep. All your guns were lost in a tragic boating Boating accident. Right. Okay. That's right. My bad. Dang it! (laughs) But what I did find was some. I, I forget where I got this, but it was a Zimbabwean. A $10 trillion bill. Nice. I thought, well, there it is right there. You ready to retire? There's the the answer to all our problems. I've got a $10 trillion bill. That's pretty awesome, man. It was pretty awesome. You're living the high life. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about 12 cents, I think, American. But, you know, $10 trillion. That's how bad their situation got. And we're, we're headed that direction, by the way, because we're printing money uh, as well right now. But uh, <laughs> so $14.7 trillion. We can make that up very, very quickly. I'm going to find out very what quickly. that is right now. $10 trillion yeah. Zimbabwean? Oh, pop-up ads and stuff. I'll get back to you. All right.
Um, so we've got we had Robert uh, Johnson mm-hmm. from BET talking about the fourteen point seven trillion, and uh, then we'll get to Dan Cathy from Chick Fil A, the CEO from last week, who also had some really interesting thoughts on what we can do to heal this nation. And I'll get to that in about sixty seconds. Do you know that some people go uh, running with their dogs? I don't know why. There is something called uh, cars now. If you you <laughs> need to get someplace with your dog, you put the dog in the car and you drive there. But apparently people go running with their dogs. I saw it the other day and, of course, shook my head in disgust. Not at the dog, of course. They need the exercise to stay yeah. healthy. But the people running, what are you doing? Again, cars. Ever heard of it? <laughs> uh <laughs> Out there in the heat and the humidity. No, thank you. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, the other thing your dog needs, other than running and some exercise, nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, <clears throat> probiotics, omega oils. The list goes on. And they're not getting it from that dry kibble dog food that you're probably feeding your dog. That stuff is as dead as a doornail once it leaves the factory because they have to do it that way. They have to burn it all out. Uh, to make it last for three years on the shelf. That's why I've been telling you for a while about Rough Greens Vitasmart. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement you put on your dog's food, and it's jam-packed with the things that will promote a happy and healthier lifestyle. Your dog is going to go crazy for this stuff. They love it. Take the Rough Greens 14-Day Jumpstart Challenge today. It's $14.95, and you'll see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. You want to see your dog thrive again, get active again, and frisky again. Go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Pat Gray. Okay, so we had Robert Johnson talking about uh, reparations. We had Dan Cathy last week telling us this moments here about a story that was shared with me by a dear friend who shared with me about a revival that was taking place at a church in texas by the way this chick-fil-a ceo dan kathy for those who didn't recognize the name and uh, mm-hmm. at that revival on the front seat was an older african-american young uh older african-american man man that was sitting there and this young man got up that uh was there in that service mm-hmm. and he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes and uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Mm. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. What? And uh, whether they got uh, tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on. Maybe. It really maybe doesn't do. matter. Doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some, some personal 
action here. Maybe we need to give him a hug sure. too. Aww. Oh, that's <laughs> and some and some, and some stock and Chick Fil A. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they really need. Yeah, the fourteen but, uh, trillion dollars. We don't laugh I, I at all. I bought about fifteen hundred of these, and I gave uh -huh. all our Chick Fil A operators and staff a number wow, of years that's ago. Great. And uh, so, and any so. expressions mm -hmm. of a contrite heart, contrite. of a sense of humility, a humility. sense of shame, yeah. shame, a sense of embarrassment, embarrassment, uh, beget with an apologetic heart. I think oh. that's Apologetic. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are all signs that you've done something wrong yeah. to black people. That you should be shamed, you should be embarrassed, you should be contrite, <laughs> and you should be apologetic. I mean, that is so disappointing. And you should be polishing my shoes, obviously. <sighs> Get on this. I mean, Dan Cathy is a renowned, devout Christian, right? Dan Cathy should know better. Why should anyone be ashamed of anything they didn't do? Why should we be held accountable for something we had nothing to do with? What happened to Christians' belief in the atonement? <laughs> didn't Christ atone for the sins of, of us all? Yeah, he did. So why would, why would I need to pay reparations? I mean, that's just basic Christianity 101, isn't it? My, I mean, my faith takes that pretty literally and, and pretty completely, which is why we don't believe in original sin either. I know some do. We, we don't. We believe we're accountable for our own sins, not for Adam's transgressions. Christ atoned for that. I don't have that stain. And certainly uh, newly born children don't have that stain if, if the Savior died for their sins. Right? That's, wh that's why we don't do infant baptism. We don't believe it's necessary. So why would I ever believe that I'm responsible for something white people did who weren't even related to me because my ancestors weren't here at the time 250 or 300 years ago? This just doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, and this is diametrically opposed to Dr. Martin Luther King's phrase... Judge us by the content of our character and not the color of our skin. Because is, it's the opposite. Right, of that. it's exact opposite. Yeah, it's diametrically opposed to that. Because now you're judging us based on our skin color and nothing else. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. I I don't understand. I I don't. How have these people been so duped by this movement? And I'm hearing from people every day. Yeah, everybody's everybody's with the Black Lives Matter movement. Everybody's on that. Like what? Yeah, you should. My sons were telling me last night, you should check out Facebook, Dad, because everybody's, everybody's on it. Everybody's part of it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on the bandwagon. <laughs> wow, how is this possible? How have we thrown out a very basic concept and principle from Christianity? For those of us who are Christian, if you're not Christian, then, yeah, I can understand why you think, okay, yeah, if, uh, if white people did this and I'm white, I guess I'm responsible too. No, not if you haven't been treating uh, minorities with a in a racist way. It's frustrating, ah, man. So frustrating. It's madness. So frustrating. But hey, at least we have a solution figured out now. It, it just cost you fourteen trillion dollars. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll put us on the path to yeah. healing. It's, it's a good a, start. An investment in healing, right? Exactly. Okay.
Gray. Yeah, we still got so much. And of course, uh, some of your tweets here. Uh, we got Nana Pathead tweeting, Pat, where were the angels singing for Terry Crews? Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. He deserved them. <laughs> for sure. A little late, but <laughs> better late than never. <laughs> Thank you, Terry Crews. Fantastic words. The Steve 42 tweets, uh, $5 says even $14 trillion for reparations will not atone for anything. They don't ever want to atone for that sin. That's true. Support Bubble Boy. Trump was working on wealth creation by creating more jobs for African Americans. But the Dems destroyed all that with impeachment, the virus, and riots. They don't want POC to have wealth. People of color. Mm-hmm. It takes away their dependency on government. Yeah. Yep. Kyle P., so how many platinum coins will it take to pay for Robert Johnson's plan? Oh, yeah, the Rashida Tlaib deal. <laughs> We're going to have $2 trillion coins. Yeah. So I guess we need 14 of them yeah. now, 14.7 of them. I mean, we can knock that out in one <clears throat> business day, right? Sure. Okay. Stephen Connolly, uh, Pat, how much money has been spent over the years on programs directed solely at one certain group? I'm going to guess it's way more than $14 trillion. Hmm. Welfare, housing fuel assistance, colleges, food stamps, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, shall not be infringed. I won't call for a boycott, but I will not eat Chick-fil-A until Dan Cathy is no longer at the helm. Mm. His bow to the rage mob is disgusting. And he's done it a couple of times lately, it seems to me. Mm-hmm. It seems to me there's been a few instances. I don't know what's happened to Dan Cathy. He got all that support, too, from conservatives. Got all that support and got all those people hooked on because he's got a great product and got all those people hooked on Chick-fil-A. And now uh, he seems to have caved. I don't know. Just it's despicable. So um, I love this NPR report on right wing right wing extremists. They've they're turning their cars into weapons, Keith. Yeah. Bastard. That's These what people I hear. who are so look at NPR look at laying so it out there. What does what does the headline say? Is it because it's a it's a car right wing extremists it's... turning cars into weapons uh-huh. <clears throat> with reports of fifty vehicle ramming incidents. Right, look at that. Since protests erupted in that particular picture, the car is clearly running over a protester. See that? We don't need that. We don't need that in America. We don't. Uh, There's that's unacceptable. But should we maybe see it in context? Uh, Maybe. Okay. Well, let's see the video. Let's All see what right. really happens. Changes anything. Oh wow! Look at this. This lady is in a car, surrounded by people, and uh, I don't know what this guy's doing in front of her car, but he's definitely not moving. And then somebody's yelling at her. Now they're reaching into the car, punching or something. With I don't know what's happening. And, and now, now she's, she's trying, trying to get, get away. Out of trying to she's get out of there. Trying to back up. <clears throat> they're and... beating her up. Wow. Jeez. Look at that. So what would you do? Uh, I'm going to run you over. Bye. Right. Good for her. And she's obviously a white supremacist who's just there to run over protests. It's a right-wing extremist turning her car into a weapon. That is despicable. That's the media. They want a race war. She's trying to save her life and had every right to do that. Get out of the way if you don't want to get run over like that. Get out of the street. The street is for cars. <laughs> If you're trying to cross the street, get Hold in the on. sidewalk. Hold on. This sounds like something I'm going to yeah, need to know it later. Is. Hold on. The street, the street is for cars. Is for <laughs> cars. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're running in, here in front of a car. Yeah, that's too wordy. In the street is for morons who want to be killed. Okay. 
All right. Mm -hmm. So that's our lesson for for wait, today, wait, boys and girls. There's You're another welcome. lesson for today. When you leave your house mm -hmm. to run to the store or go to work or whatever, be prepared for instances like that. Yeah, you have to. And you have to know what you're going to do. And mm -hmm. she tried to do it. She backed up, mm -hmm. tried to get out of there. She backed up, and then nobody was in front of her. And she started driving. A guy got in front of her as if she was going to stop then when they're beating her up and trying to pull her out of the car. Nope, I'm going to go. Yeah, and Sorry. I know that every situation is unique, right? Yep. But still, you need to be thinking now, what am I going to do if I'm in this position? Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like baseball, right? Like... If the ball comes to me, <clears throat> what am I going to do with it? Is a runner on first? Am mm -hmm. I, you gotta, are you going to second yeah, or are you right? going to first? I mean, so you got to think these, that's America yeah. today. So be prepared before you leave your house. Please. That's very true. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she wasn't prepared for that, right. but she did her best. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. And she backed up like three times, tried to get away from him. Then they kept coming at her, more and more people coming at her. And so she drives forward and somebody jumps in front of the car. What a moron. What do you yeah. want? You want her to stop? Really? And then what? Be killed? Be dragged out of her car? No, she did the right thing. But good job, NPR, on saying a white supremacist used their vehicle as a weapon against innocent That's little despicable. protesters. Despicable. <sighs> also, uh, some of the truth is starting to come out about uh, <clears throat> Chaz, the mm. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Uh, there's a reporter who stayed for five terrifying nights. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, guy or a girl? A uh, guy. Okay. A uh, man, and uh, he went in with a mask on, said he didn't want to take it off just in case he was recognized because he knew that would be very bad for him. Uh, they're treating journalists like garbage. They're throwing them out. They're beating them uh, when they find them. Um. They're not allowing cops in when cops are trying to respond to even violent acts in Chaz. And there are many going on. Uh, this reporter said they'd hear screams during the night. Oh, no. Uh, that people were shot and killed. That they were raped. That when people thought, I guess this reporter dressed in black Antifa clothing. And so when people thought, and then he had a mask on. And so when people thought that he was a leftist, like one of them. They were really incredibly nice to him, giving him free food, uh, showing him around. But when they realized, when somebody realized he was a reporter, mm -hmm. uh, the, <laughs> the attitude changed 180, and uh, he was afraid for his life. Yeah. So he did this for five nights, and it's fascinating because they've got all these these checkpoints and Chaz. Um. Okay, you didn't like the police, but the police didn't set up checkpoints in your neighborhood. You've got checkpoints when you come and when you go at Chaz. And you've got people who are roaming the streets with weapons. Um, says Chaz, He says Chaz is having reverberating effects elsewhere. In the early hours of Thursday morning, Antifa and other left-wing protesters established an autonomous zone in downtown Portland, Oregon. They stole city and business property to build a wall. Wait, they built a wall? Haters. Huh. Yeah, I thought that was xenophobic and racist. That's absolutely what it is, right? Hate-mongering haters who do nothing but hate. But hate. 
And what's with all the guns, the AK-47s, the AR-15s? I thought those were weapons of death. I thought they were just for the military. I thought they were weapons of mass destruction. They're, they're only for war. Right. They're not for the streets of our cities here in America. Yeah, defund the police. They don't need these weapons of war. Are they mm. the military or are they police? No, but right now Raz of Chaz. Raz of Chaz. You know, the, the boss, I guess, of Chaz, the self-appointed boss. Um, he's carrying around uh, a semi-automatic rifle. And he's passing them he out to possibly underage kids. Passing them out to others. <laughs> yep. Wow. But I mean... You, you say all these problems, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that are happening within the borders of Chaz. But, I mean, do you have any proof besides this one reporter's word? I mean, like, last I heard, there's like a wall of art, right? It's just a be- beautiful utopia. Look this at that. This is just another Look at that. wall oh. of our art, our, so pretty. our expression of our feelings. I love it. Mm. So nice. Look how peaceful it is there in mm-hmm. Chaz. And then, Uh-oh. wait, what, what just happened? Oh, a lead pipe to the head of the guy running the camera and has his wallet hey, stolen. Thief! 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 So he got hit thief, with the yeah. lead pipe? Thief! Thief! Yeah. And then, and then we get to hear thief times 900. <laughs> but yeah, so, so thief, he's trying he's not to a thief. show us. He's yeah. just a... He's um, an uh, uninvited donator or it? It unexpected... Un- unintended donation? Unintended donation. Un- unexpected donation. All that Unexpected was. donation. Yeah. That's all that was. So while we're getting a look at the beautiful art scene there, That's in Chaz, amazing. That's so great. Dude gets knocked over the head with a pipe <laughs> and has and his and wallet has his taken. stuff to- to- taken from him. But nice. other than that one example that we cherry picked, everything's fine there, right? Well, this this reporter continues. Uh, Left wing political groups have capitalized on the opportunity to recruit new members. Democratic socialists feature prominently in addition to the Seattle revolutionary socialists. Hmm. But in the absence of any vetting, perhaps intentionally, extremists have also set up shop. No. One station that operates off and on distributes extremist, anarchist, communist propaganda. The political ideology of Antifa. In one manual titled Blockade, Occupy, Strike Back, instructions show how to use human shields against police and make rudimentary bombs using light bulbs and and paint. Uh, Another booklet is titled Against the Police and the Prison World They Maintain. Features short essays on why police, capitalism, and the state must be destroyed by any means necessary, including through violence. Hmm. One section explains how the media are enemies used to pacify revolutionaries. Hmm. This is just really amazing. It sounds fun. Despite pleas from those who live and work inside Capitol Hill for law and order to be restored. Okay, because there's 30,000 residents. Of this area. Oh, really? 30,000. Whoa. And they're begging for the city, the state, the government, somebody, please come in here and help us. No kidding. Come back here and restore order to Seattle, please. Seattle City Council has determined Chaz should continue. <laughs> On last Tuesday, the city even provided upgrades to Chaz, including street blockades that double as graffiti canvases, <laughs> along with cleaning service. And porta potties. Give up, Seattle. Isn't that wonderful? Oh my goodness. Uh, so here, uh, Ami Horowitz went out and was talking to some of these psychos. You talk about bravery. This guy's pretty courageous. He goes into these situations and he was uh, talking to these lunatics about their goals and what they're doing. We just got to get rid of the whole shit. Start up. Burn the whole shit down. Yeah. Burn it all down. There is no change. 
there might be a lot more destroying until there is. Riots the voice of the unheard. But I think some destruction and looting kind of sends a message to people and oh, breaking yeah. their uh -huh. is justified. In order to... Okay, taking and breaking their stuff, not the word he used exactly, uh, is justified. So if they want it, I guess they're fine. They're free to take it. I'm going to dismantle the same nation that is deemed legitimate. We kind of have to destroy it. We said, you know what, fuck the property. Okay. The consumption, fuck capitalism. Uh -oh. I mean, white people own slaves, so. So F them. All we need is like the love of one another and the communal aspect of one another and taking care of each other. Um, it was super yeah. But all you need is love. That's all you need. Love is all you need. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's one of the big leaders of Chaz. This oh, Jaden Grayson okay. woman. Uh, she kind of lays it all out. Every single day that I show up here, I'm not here to peacefully protest. I'm here to disrupt mm. until mm -hmm. my demands are met. You cannot rebuild until you break it all the way down. Oh. Hmm. Respond to the demands of the people or prepare to be met with any means necessary. Any by means any necessary. means necessary. Okay. That's not just a slogan. No. 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 It's not a slogan. No. It's not. It's not even a warning. Oh, what is it? I'm letting people know what comes next. A response to violence a is not violence itself. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But but however, in this time of racial division in America and, you know, tensions in that realm, mm -hmm. Chaz is as an oasis, right? Uh, for, <laughs> well, you heard what an oasis for, for, is. For blacks and whites to get along. Like, yeah, let's just yeah, say yeah. you're a black man carrying an American flag. It's just a hypothetical, and you just start walking through Chaz. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure I'm sure you're loved and everything. Wait, race traitor. Whoa, what's race traitor? What do you mean? He's a black man holding an American flag, walking through presumably America. And then he just oh, gets followed trader. and harassed throughout the entire Capitol Hill autonomous zone by hecklers. But there you go. There's a most of them, by the way, are white. Uh, oh yes, you'll notice you. the the white morons, the buffoons, yelling at this black man for being a race traitor. Oh, okay. Wow, is this a bizarre upside down world we're living in? They got they got to take that area back. It's time to stop <clears throat> pussyfooting around and do something about this. Yeah. That being said, there's some group getting organized to march through there on the Fourth of July. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Don't do that. that that's just stupid. Not, that's just you're just asking for trouble that's there. That's not going to end well. You're asking for violence there. Let's let the government do their job the other thing is this idea of taking over a section of town is very intriguing to these left-wing idiots mm -hmm. and so they're planning to do it in nashville and portland keeps oh. trying to do it oh, and really? new york city and all over the country they're they're planning to take little sections of town uh back for themselves well now hang on mm -hmm. hang on now um can they take over Pretty much all of Fort Worth, if on their platform is pave the road. By the looks of it, they already have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. While Democrats and their media allies keep making it harder for Americans to get out of this economic nightmare, Patriot Mobile 
has tried to help by lowering their prices even further. And right now, their U.S.-based team is standing by to design your customized family plan, which will start at just $25 a month. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They're not going to charge you hidden fees. And unlike Big Mobile, they won't send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or other left-wing causes. Antifa, for instance. Get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that shares your values and supports our Constitution and puts people before profits. To switch is really easy. You can keep your phone if you want or buy a new one. You can keep your phone number or get a new one. Right now, when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans, you'll get free activation and a free gift when you use the offer code PAT. Call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or visit patriotmobile.com slash PAT. Get your customized family plan today, starting as low as 25 bucks a month, depending on what you want. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash PAT. Thirty-eight, uh, no, 33.93. <laughs> think after three years I would know it, right? You'd, I mean, you'd think I'd know the number by now. You know, whatever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three. Surprised it's not a bingo square this week. It's yeah. too bad. It's, it is too bad. <laughs> I have to take a look at what it is because I don't think we've done much so far. I think we've got one so far, right, Rob? Mm-hmm. Have we? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. Let's go to Elizabeth in Tennessee. Elizabeth, you're on the blaze. Hi. Well, hi. How you doing, Pat? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you through the miracle of okay. the telephone. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, and I was thinking, Colin Kaepernick, and I can't pronounce his name very well, mm-hmm. he started taking a knee during August of 2016. And during that time, Obama was still president. So right. he had a president for seven years. Why did he take that up with him? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's a very point, good question. That's and, one point. Yeah, okay. Second point is all these companies that are now putting on their websites, we're giving $150 million to black causes like Walmart and others who use slave labor in China. Mm-hmm. Um, Breitbart had an article in May from a think tank in Australia that studied that 83 companies that are in China, including American companies like Walmart, Nike, etc., are using slave labor that are brought in from the Muslim camps, and they're worked 18, 20 hours a day, women and children. So aren't they hypocrites? Isn't that one of the things that Christ did not like is hypocrites? Yep. So it's hypocritical to be putting on your website, we support the black community, we're going to donate $150 million. But yet, all the products they sell that Mm -hmm. they made in China are made with slave labor. My point, that's all. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Elizabeth. Good points. Uh, Yeah, very very hypocritical. Um, But so much of what's going on right now. Say, they could apply that word to everything happening everything. in the world right yeah, now. Almost everything. Hypocritical. It's crazy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, speaking of Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, uh, Brett Favre 
Oh, no. Hall of Fame Green Bay Packers former quarterback. I had some thoughts uh, about Colin Kaepernick, unfortunately. Is it finally time for a team to to get Colin Kaepernick back on the field? I think from a football sense, you know, I I can't imagine him being that far out of shape or that far out of touch with football that he, he doesn't deserve a shot. Center your camera. I, I thought he was a dynamic player when when he was playing at in his prime, mm-hmm. and he's still young uh, and, and hasn't been hit in several years. So there's no reason to think that he's lost that much of a step. But when he was in his prime, I mean, I, I was as much if I were a defense coordinator, I was much as much afraid of his feet than anything. Yeah, not his arm. And he could throw well enough that he could <laughs> well enough. in that well regards, enough. too. So well, that's an endorsement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's still a very dangerous player. It's just a matter sure. of where his head is. Yeah, yeah. Do you look at Colin Kaepernick, you know, people look at him and it's like a, a Jackie Robinson or a Muhammad Ali. <laughs> is oh Colin Kaepernick gosh. someone that belongs in Canton someday for what he did? Obviously, oh, he got a team to a Super Bowl, but also for all he's done. Pause this for a second. Oh, my God. Gosh, love the question. He is he is asking if Colin Kaepernick is a Hall of Fame player because he's an activist? I'm sorry, he can make the Hall of Fame for Antifa. He can make the Hall of Fame for Black Lives Matter. He's not anywhere near. He's not even a starting quarterback in the NFL and you're trying to put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but his arm Come on. His arms he's got a good enough arm, right? <laughs> Well, a good enough arm to complete a few passes, not to be a Hall of Famer, though. Golly. That, I mean, that, who is this complete blithering moron asking these questions of Favre on TMZ? Hall of Fame? Don't talk to me about Hall of Fame! Come on, man. Yeah. Notice that Ugh. Pat's already angry, and rightfully so, over the question. We haven't even gotten yeah, to we the even gotten great to the Brett Favre answer. Let's listen to the great also, Favre answer. all he's done off the field. Um, you don't give him a well, Hall of Fame nod for what they do off the I field. I suppose that he, he is, he's helped us cause tremendously and uh, is deserving of, of, of much praise right, and respect sure. because okay. it's not easy for a guy his age, black or white, no. Hispanic, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever. To stop something that you've always dreamed of doing, sure, and put it on hold, maybe forever, maybe, maybe it, for something that you believe in. Yeah, you know, I can only think of right off the top of my head. Pat Tillman's another guy who did something don't, you know, no, similar. Don't go there. And, oh, no, uh, he don't, did. Don't, do not. And we regard him as a hero. So oh, I, I assume, oh my! Uh, he went there, all up in here. That hero status uh, will I, will be uh, stamped with <laughs> Kaepernick as well. <laughs> That is outrageous. <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's <laughs> just this Brett Favre thing. Uh, hard to handle. <laughs> all of it's hard to handle, but this is just such madness. First of all, how can you compare Colin Kaepernick to Pat Tillman? Uh, un- 
believable. And for those unbelievable who don't recall, Pat Tillman was the NFL he left, superstar. He left a, th- a two and a half to three million dollar uh, a year offer to play to continue in the NFL. This was you know clear back when two and a half three million dollars was a lot of money um, <laughs> in the NFL, which it kind of isn't anymore. But <laughs> anyway, he he left that on the table. And instead joined the Army Rangers and went to Afghanistan. And obviously, you know the rest, probably. He was killed there by a friendly fire. Um, but he, it meant so much to him to go fight terrorism, go fight for his country, that he left a sweet job that, you know, millions of us only dream about. And he had, because this was more important to him. And you're going <laughs> to... Do the Colin Kaepernick kneeling thing? Come on. Uh, To to compare to Pat Tillman? I just thought of something. There is a Pat Tillman statue in front of the Arizona Cardinals Stadium. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just going to leave that there. (laughs) Expect that to be torn down? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a white guy. He's a white guy. And he was over fighting an imperialist war, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Totally can. Uh, but if you're going to put Colin Kaepernick into the Hall of Fame, as the TMZ uh, journalist questioned, Favre, hey, do you think because of his outside activities, uh, he belongs in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> what a buffoon. To, to ask a question like that, you've got to be an absolute mindless moron. Well, but if you're going to put Colin Kaepernick in the Hall of Fame, then Pat Tillman certainly deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for what he did off the field. Yeah, I don't think we're going to play that game, though. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the NFL is going to, you know, put people into the NFL Hall of Fame for things they did outside the NFL. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Anyway, let's play that section, the last part of it, where he asks about the Hall of Fame, uh, all the way through uh, Favre's answer. If you can, it's not easy for a guy his age, black or white, Hispanic, whatever, to stop something that you've always dreamed of doing and put it on hold, maybe forever, for something that you believe in. You know, I can only think of right off the top of my head, Pat Tillman's another guy who did something, you know, similar. And um, and we regard him as a hero. So I, I, I assume, uh, that hero status will will be hmm. stamped with with Kaepernick as well. <laughs> Brett, oh, that's just painful. Brett, that's just painful. Brett Favre should have shut up a long time ago. <laughs> just <laughs> shh, don't talk, don't talk. Just let us have our memories, will you please? Don't talk. <laughs> I'd like to even eliminate some of the memories, like uh, you know the interceptions you threw at the last. Uh, Seconds of games about 84 times (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to thwart incredible comebacks. Oh, man, that's just painful. 888-933-93. But that's funny, though, you talk about the interceptions. He actually, I think, I'm pretty sure all of his last passes, wherever he was, was an interception. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Last pass at Green Bay, last pass. New York. New York Jets, Jets, and then the Vikings. Vikings. And even the Falcons preseason. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) pretty... Pretty sure. I'm 98.7%. I've never noticed that, but that might be true. Yeah. Yeah, that might be. Look that up, somebody. (laughs) Well, he just threw a horrible interception right there with the Pat Tillman thing. That's just despicable.
Uh, got this from Phaedra. What about biracial and multiracial people? Will, the, will their reparations payments be prorated? How much would Tiger Woods get? <clears throat> I, yeah. I, uh, good questions, all. <laughs> Barry Jackson, I always take my shoe shine kit to church. Yeah, just to shine black people's <laughs> shoes. Uh, that's a good idea. And, ca- you know, carry your shame with you and your embarrassment for the way you've treated people, even if you haven't. Uh, Reaganette tweets, do you guys not remember Occupy Wall Street? Chaz is the same thing. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that either. It's like a long-term Occupy Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a, a park that they took over. Was that in New York? Uh, huh. Yeah, there was some takeover there, too. Uh, oops, all berries. The police and Chaz have some interesting sirens. That's interesting, I mean. <laughs> thief! 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 Oh, that's right. That, that poor guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, B. Bodine tweets, so it's not a warning, but it is a warning. Oh, yeah, the chick uh-huh. in Chaz. Yeah. Have these kids been learning from Joe Biden? <laughs> uh, caffeinated Texan, not all white people own slaves, number one. Number two, some black people own slaves. History doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. You're not supposed to mention that because that's racist. Mm-hmm. Vote for Pedro, BLM. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what all the fuss is about and commotion for the Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started hearing BLM, that's what I thought, too. Uh, COVID bullet, night 23. Colin Kaepernick does belong in the Hall of Fame. The douche Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, my. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of Biden, which uh, our tweet was moments ago, um, got a couple of Joe Biden gems for you from the weekend. <laughs> First of all, uh, he was talking about the act of protesting will never overshadow oh, the gosh. reason oh, no. for protesting. Here he is with that logic. The act of protesting yeah. should never be allowed to overcha- overshadow the reason for the protest. Okay. Got that? The act of protesting Got it. should, you know, should never be allowed to overshadow the reason for the protest in the first place. That's what you said. And what I worry about tomorrow night in Wilmington, for example. Okay. Right. There's a lot of really good people. I'm going to be out. Of, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be up in uh, up in Pennsylvania. But tomorrow night, mm-hmm. what I worry a little bit about, what do you worry about is what you and many others are going to be out there protesting legitimately for change. Okay. Right. Yeah. But. But we can't allow the, the act protesting, the protesting to, overshadow to overshadow the, purpose, the protest. purpose for the protest. I see. <laughs> Wait, Did, should we allow the uh, the act of the protest no, to no, overshadow no. the reason for the protest? No, should no, we? no. Because I'm not sure what he was saying. You, you didn't write this down. I, I think this is going to be on the test because <laughs> he said it three times in the span of less than 60 seconds. <laughs> But if it's not on the test now, I'm going to be a little pissed. Right. I'm going to feel like yeah, yeah, he totally he misled us. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Don Cheadle, man, he didn't nod. I don't know that he blinked. He did not look happy that entire time. No. Uh, during that clip, though, uh, that was uh, that was stunning in of itself. I've not seen yeah, him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know anything about Don Cheadle's uh, mm-hmm. politics, but yeah, he didn't seem receptive to Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. It and may he, have been completely. I don't know, but it didn't seem like it. <laughs> You'd think that, uh, you know, after hearing the same phrase three times, he would at least register some sort of reaction. But no, no, but no, no, no. All right, we got another uh, Biden clip to play. It, his latest ad outlining all the Trump scandals. Uh, we'll get into that here in a second. Uh, first. 
Let me tell you about Freedom Financial. The anxiety and stress caused by debt can be overwhelming. Makes you feel alone, like there's no way out, and especially now, uh, and it causes all kinds of stress. But there is a way out. You don't have to go through this alone. And Freedom Debt Solutions is here to help. There's no one-size-fits-all solution to getting out of debt. Freedom Debt Solutions has more than 400 debt experts standing by to recommend the right solution for your specific situation. So no matter which solution you qualify for, Freedom Debt Solutions could help you get rid of expensive debt faster than you can do that on your own at a low, affordable monthly payment. Since 2002, Freedom Debt Solution has served over 750,000-plus clients and settled over 2.7 million accounts. That's over $10 billion in debt. So if you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, and you're struggling to make the monthly payments, there is hope. Stop the stress and anxiety your debt's causing. Find out how you can talk to a Freedom Debt Solutions expert and get your free personalized debt consultation today. Go to freedomdebtsolutions.com slash unleashed. That's freedomdebtsolutions.com slash unleashed. Gray Unleashed. All right. So Joe Biden uh, jammed in so many just misleading or flat out lies or half truths in this ad. I just I thought it was worthy of listening to because. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I guess this is the way the the campaign is going to go. Check this out. Five years ago, Donald Trump descended to the basement of Trump Tower. For the last five years, he's brought America down with him, attacking health care for patients with pre-existing conditions, <laughs> giving massive tax cuts to billionaires, not working families. Pause it for a second. Supremac- okay, that's a lie. Okay, massive tax cuts to billionaires, not working families. He, everybody got a tax cut. It's, it's just a flat-out lie. I, I don't know how they can get away with that every time. They keep saying that. It's not true. It is not true. All right, let's see the rest. Giving massive tax cuts to billionaires, not working families. Yeah, Praising geez. white supremacists, stoking racial division. Okay, pause. in chaos. Again, an absolute lie. Absolute, total, and complete lie, and they know it. Go to the transcript of what he said that day when he said there were some very fine people there. Uh, Like a paragraph later, he says, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis. Specifically said, I'm not talking about the Nazis. Talking about some other people that were there besides them who were good people on both sides. There were good and bad people there on both sides. He's talking about the Antifa people who were there. He's talking about some other people besides the uh, the neo-Nazis who were there. He mentioned it in that speech. And they know it. And they just keep perpetuating this lie. It's just it's despicable. All right, let's see the rest. Division, a White House in chaos, losing 300,000 jobs in a failed trade war with China, locking children in cages. Oh, stop it. And coronavirus, <laughs> locking and children the American in cages. People, stating it would miraculously go away. It didn't. Now, it didn't. over 100,000 dead Americans. And of course, that's his fault. million jobs destroyed. 
recession. No, I don't take responsibility at all. He shredded our alliances and turned our military on American citizens. You what? have the power to end the descent <laughs> of our nation, to choose our justice, military unity, on American citizens? because we can't afford four more years of Trump. Come I'm Joe on. Biden, and I approve this message. That Well, that's despicable that you approve that message because it's ridiculous. Such a pack of lies in that thing. Wow, that's ugliness. Yep. He said COVID-19 would miraculously go away. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> didn't it? It kind of did. I mean, I mean, it certainly did for the left-wing uh, boneheads who wanted everybody to get out and protest. It was gone for them, miraculously. It did go away for them. Now, they're making a big deal out of the fact that in 22 states, the rate of infection has gone up. Yeah, you know what? The rate of death has gone down by a lot. Considerably, yeah. Sunday, coronavirus positivity, um, just 297 deaths nationwide. Okay, now that's too many. We don't want anybody to die from it. But 297 is the lowest number of deaths since March 24th. Wow. Deaths are down 90%. 90% from the peak. Uh, so that's a pretty good indication that things are going in the right direction. Are people getting infected now? Yes. But you know why? In part, in large part, more testing. A lot more testing. Exactly. Plus protests and yes when you open it up we're gonna have more interaction with each other and there's gonna be some more infections yeah and this mask stuff is getting out of hand again in california everywhere you go gotta have the a mandatory mask. stuff yeah dallas county here in the metroplex uh you know mandating Stop that it. businesses uh force customers to wear masks i mean we went Stop. to church for the first time in i don't know two months how did it maybe? go uh, it, w- it was good. You um, wear a mask? Yeah, well, didn't have to, but it was strongly recommended, and just about virtually everybody did. So I felt guilty into it. They had some masks there because I've I don't I've never worn a mask. I didn't have a mask, so I took one of their masks and I put it on so I wouldn't <laughs> be ostracized. Yep. <laughs> have just, fun worshiping with the mask on. I hated the mask. <laughs> With a poison, like like poison, uh, I hated that mask. It's really uncomfortable and and makes it hard to breathe. Yeah, here's what you do. I don't I don't have a mask here because well, because they suck. Mm-hmm. But what you do, because you know on the plane I had to wear one, mm-hmm. and I found that if I tucked it under my chin, like I pulled it up as tight as it would go on my chin. It allowed me more leeway to kind of hold it out from my face a little oh, bit Oh, so more. you could have some air for your nose? And I could breathe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people are doing this in their jobs. I don't know how they do it I, all I day. I just do not understand. You're yeah. a hero, quite frankly, just for yes. tolerating that insanity. Yes. You're but a bigger hero than Colin Kaepernick if you wear the mask all day. <laughs> you should be in the Hall of Fame. You should be in the, yes, in the NFL Hall of Fame for what you've done off the field. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so anyhow. Yeah. So there you go. It's it's hot. It it uh it's bothersome. Mm-hmm. And people it, are saying they get acne and stuff because of it. Makes me feel claustrophobic. Right. Right. So just remember, pull it tight. Yeah. And then pull and then it, it out. And then it kind of pokes out. Pull it out a little bit. It's a good safety tip. Thank more, you. More breathing room Thank in you. there for you. I like that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. As soon as the meeting was over, that thing came off. I, I bet. Couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was before the meeting was over. I, I, took it off. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. When nobody was looking. I just took it off. And just remember, and we'll tweet this out at Pat Unleash. Coronavirus deaths down ninety percent since late April, and since now, now the press and CNN in particular, <clears throat> they're not going to talk about the deaths. They're going to talk about the infections, right. which, which because of the testing. The deaths were all that mattered mm-hmm. a while ago. All that mattered. Always moving the goalposts. Yep. I mean, at one point, is that 297 we just said? Mm-hmm. Wow. At one point, we were in the, what, 2,000? Yeah. What was I the... think 2,000 a day? Holy cow. That's amazing. So uh, that that's some really good news. They also think that uh, as cases surge in, you know, some of the warm weather states, which would be kind of a surprise because usually warmer weather uh, tends to kill the viruses. Mm -hmm. Public health experts are pointing to the easing of state and local restrictions, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's pointing to the fact that we had all those protests. Nobody wants to talk about that. But there's another possible culprit, they're saying, and it's air conditioning. Yeah, well, tough. Uh, if air conditioning <laughs> is spreading this thing around. So, because we're going back so inside be because it's so hot. Yeah. So, we're negating the outdoor benefit and the mm. sunshine and stuff. And we're going inside, we're circulating the air, and the air conditioning is uh, causing it to spread among people. Mm-hmm. I guess bring it on, right? Because yeah, I'm not giving up do? the air conditioning. In the South, you're going to turn off your air conditioning? No, nobody's going to do that. So. Expect the numbers to go up a little bit more. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Give me the COVID because you're not taking away my AC. No way. No way. Uh, also, AMC, the nation's largest movie theater chain, just changed their position on mask wearing. See? Less than a day after the company became a target on social media saying it would defer to local governments on the issue. Not now because... No, what do you mean you're going to defer? Uh, don't go to the if if you're so afraid, don't go to the movie theater. Stay home. No one's forcing you to go to these places. Uh, AMC Theaters CEO Adam Aaron said Friday that its theaters will require patrons mm. to wear masks upon reopening. All right. Well, that ends that. Then I'm not going back until they stop that nonsense. Huh. It'll begin in mid July. I think July, literally July 15th, is when they're planning to open. Customers who don't wear masks won't be admitted or allowed to stay. We think it is absolutely... This is great. Oh, no. In one day. Because the day before, they didn't think it was absolutely crucial. <laughs> <laughs> now they think it's absolutely crucial we listen to our guests. It's clear from this response that we did not go far enough on the usage of masks. It, people just... Come on! <sighs> I wish they could understand the Twitter mob. Why can't people get this? That's such a tiny fraction of your client base. Most of your clients aren't on Twitter. Most of them. I I can't take it. Anytime, anytime things explode on Twitter, you get 10 people saying <laughs> 150 things, and they think the world is caving in on them. Ah, jeez. Come people. But Use your noodles. In your case, you have that 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 big theater size, right? Uh, TV screen, right? Yeah. And so you can watch more movies at home. <clears throat> yes. And I'll come over there and hang out. It'll be fun. We can yeah, watch some movies together. If only they had enough up. money in the infrastructure to 
The infrastructure bill yeah, doesn't have a road no. between. When, when is that I don't get know. built? I don't know. Dang From it. my house I, to yours. I, I know. I tried. I, know. I just wanted to watch a movie with right? it. Right? Right? Yeah, it would have been nice, but no. They didn't, uh, they didn't plan on that. So. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Huh. huh. Well then. I love the fact that Popular Mechanics is giving people guides on how to topple statues. Isn't that great? Unreal. That's, just because you can doesn't, doesn't mean you should. You should. No. Love you, Doc. Uh, <sighs> Popular Mechanics magazine has come under fire after publishing a detailed guide on toppling monuments. Bring that sucker down without anyone getting hurt. <laughs> the article posted Monday, encouraging readers and promising the best advice on how to topple a statue using science. That is unbelievable. What are you, what are you doing? Actor uh, James Stout says his article is inspired by the worldwide attacks on problematic monuments tied to the legacy of racism amid ongoing protests. Should you happen to find yourself near a statue that you decide you no longer like, we ask scientists for the best, safest ways to bring it to the ground without anyone getting hurt, except, of course, for the inanimate racist who's been dead for a century anyway. (laughs) okay should you find yourself near a statue you decide you don't like uh i'm sorry you don't get to make that decision by yourself if you want to take that to the city council or some government body that has oversight on that particular statue and demand that it come down and then they vote to bring it down that's one thing but you can't decide that on your own and just bring down a statue what what is the matter with people right now? Yeah. When are we going to go after this Pegasus statue just down the road from here? Tired of looking at that thing. Horse wings. It's kind of offending there's, me. There's no horses with wings. Right? So I mean it's obviously not a clear <clears throat> representation of fact. Right. So we would be doing the public a favor just by the sheer fact of removing it. Right. Field trip. And I'm glad that the the rioters tore down the statue of Grant, which which we talked about earlier. You know, the guy who defeated the Confederacy, devastated the KKK. Uh, They tore down his statue because, well. Because what? I'm not not (laughs) sure. Somebody, they decided that they didn't like it anymore. Because he's white. There you go. That's your answer. He's a white guy. Yeah. You know, the guy that Frederick Douglass eulogized at his funeral. Uh... Of course, you know, they'll probably tear down a Frederick Douglass statue. Yeah, they probably would. Uh, just because. Probably would. All right, we got to tell you about the CNN wall tomorrow, too. That's <laughs> that's a great story as well. <laughs> we'll see you then.